are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. If the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Now here's where that we've looked at this scripture. No doubt many of you have uh, read this scripture many times, and we've used this scripture here, verse 3, to talk about getting people saved and born again. But now, see, by law of double reference, that could be involved there. But in the context, now I've always been one to try to keep, let's try to keep this in the context to get the real meaning that's inferred here. Then there are other aspects of it that certainly you could go into. And it could have double reference into other areas. All the Word of God is that way. But there's always a specific meaning when it talks about this. So let's keep this in the context of the scripture here that we're reading and get the specific meaning that he's referring to. Now to do that, let's back up and read again. Verse 14 down through verse 3 without pausing. Are they, the angels, are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast in every transgression and disobedience, received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Now there's the context of it. He's talking about how are you going to escape in this earth if you neglect the great deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels. He's not talking about being born again here at all because angels do not have the right to preach the gospel. So being born again is not in the context of this scripture. Yet by double reference... Certainly, the word salvation could include that. But you see what I'm saying. We're talking about it in the context of what it specifically says. Now, what is he referring to here? How will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation or deliverance? Now, this word salvation is the very same Greek word that is in Romans 10, where he talks about salvation, you know, deliverance. Well, here's the way Paul stated, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in the heart God's raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, this is the very same Greek word that's translated salvation there in Romans, the 10th chapter, where Paul says, With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, this word does not just mean be saved. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. The total idea or the concept of that word salvation is total provision for prosperity, spirit, soul, and body. It's all involved in that one word. It's the word sozo in the Greek, which is an all-inclusive word. So, he is not just saying being born again. He's talking about how will we escape if we neglect 
the deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels. Now, you can see that if you'll read that over several times. Now, it may take you a while to catch it, but that is the idea that's conveyed right here. He is talking about deliverance that is available to you through the ministry of angels. They put Peter in jail, the angel let him out. They put Paul and Silas in jail, and the angel let them out. Now, you know, you're in trouble if you're going to try to keep the guy in jail, and the angels keep giving them a jailbreak. But, you see, actually, they didn't let Paul and Silas out of jail. The door swung open. But they all stayed there. Paul said, I'm not leaving to get the jailer saved. And he didn't. He stayed right there and got the fellow saved. The fellow's going to commit suicide. But you see, angels got involved in that situation. Now, how are we going to escape? That's the question that's asked here. How are we going to escape in this earth? The Bible said wicked men will get worse and worse. Love of many will wax cold. Wicked men will get worse and worse in the end time. How are we going to escape if we neglect the deliverance? that comes, the supernatural deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels. Now, this is the idea portrayed here. And he says, "...which at first began to be spoken of the Lord and was confirmed to us by them that heard him, God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders and divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. For unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. So you see, he is still talking about angels here. Not talking about being saved. He's not talking about having a great revival, getting folks saved when he said, how shall we escape? He's talking about deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels, which at first began to be spoken of the Lord. Now, let's go to Luke, the 12th chapter. Let me read you some things that Jesus said here in the 12th chapter of Luke. Let's begin with verse 4. Jesus is speaking. He said, But I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you of whom you shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farlings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are much more value than many sparrows. Now you see the context of this? He's talking about protection. He's talking about protection here. Also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man confess before the angels of God. Now that's strong. Actually what he's doing here is telling you how to get an audience before the angels. The angels are ministering spirits. They're sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. But you see, there's people that say, well, how in the world would you get an angel to minister for you? I mean, it's in the Bible, but does it happen just because it's in the Bible? No, it won't happen just because it's in the Bible. No more than the sinners will get saved just because it says that Jesus died for the sinner. It takes some action on the Word of God. You have to believe the Word of God. And then you have to act on the Word of God. Now notice what he said. I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me... Now, now let's stop here and analyze this verse of Scripture. Just take it apart. 
The Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him. Without Him, Him who? Him, the Word, was not anything made that was made. Now, when you come down to verse 14 there in John, first chapter, then it says, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. All right? If we look at this scripture in the light of that scripture, Jesus is saying, Whosoever shall confess me or my word. See, Jesus is the word personified. So he's saying, if you confess me or if you confess the word before men, then I'll confess you before the angels of God. In other words, I'll give you an audience with angels. Now, in essence, this verse is telling you that if you keep God's word in your mouth and speak what God says, you get an audience with angels. Angels will listen to you. What you're saying. But now, notice the next verse. But he that denieth me, or denieth my word before men, shall be denied before the angels of God. Shall be denied before the angels of God. In other words, if you go around speaking things that are contrary to the word of God, you're not going to get an audience with angels. There's no angels going to listen to you. You're going around saying, well, dear God, it doesn't matter what I do, it won't work out. Everything comes against me seems to just bowl me over. Well, now, the Bible didn't say that, see. You're pulling those things out of the negative stream of life. I'll tell you what, this world is in a negative stream, folks. If you haven't noticed it, <laughs> you just look around you. And, you know, any old dead fish can float downstream. But it takes a live one to go upstream. And if you're going to be negative in life, you're going to go right downstream like all the dead fish. But when you begin to quote what God says in the face of all apparent circumstances that are against you, you're going to get an audience with angels if you say what God says. Now, that's essentially what Jesus is saying here. You confess me or my word. See, Jesus and the word are one. If you confess me before men, I'll confess you before the angels of God, give you an audience before the angels of God. And if you deny me or my word before men you'll be denied before the angels of God. Now, these are some things that we need to realize that are important. Not because I said it, but because the Bible has a lot to say about our words and how they influence people. Now, you can see from the context here of Hebrews chapter 1 and chapter 2, it's talking about angels all the way down, all the way through the second chapter of Hebrews. Now let's go back to this phrase in here where it says, If the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression received a just recompense of reward. I want to mention some things here that this could include. We'll be more specific about it in some of the other sessions. But I think it's good that we take a look at it here because of the things that's implied here in verse 2. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, we have a CD offer. It's CD offer number 7241. That's 7241. It's entitled, What Are Doctrines of Devils? Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, you know, the Apostle Paul said that in the latter days, that some would give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Well, we talk about in the first part of this series, does God send or cause sickness? 
Because, you know, when you attribute something that the devil brings upon somebody to God, that is a doctrine of devils. And we see in the Word of God that Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, not that you would have sickness and have it more profoundly. So on the first of this series, we talk about does God send sickness or cause sickness? And we talk about some things that will help you understand it. But the series is entitled, What Are Doctrines of Devils? Now, when we talk about the curse of the law, Galatians 3.13 tells us we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Well, the curse of the law was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. He redeemed us from these things. But you know, sometimes people read the Old Testament, it says God sent these diseases upon them. Well, now you have to understand that the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, and the Hebrew had no verb for allowing sense, only one for the causative sense. And it, it makes God look like a villain sometimes when you read it if you don't understand that. And you need to know that God is not the one that's sending sickness and disease. Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I do only that which I see my Father do. That's offer number 7241, entitled, What are Doctrines of Devils? Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps, reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.